Oh, mercy. Now you have to say it, Heather. I love you. And no, we're live. And we're live. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to let it go. I was going to let Nate have it tonight. Welcome to Nameless Monsters, where love is only heartburn. Oh. Where love is dead. Everybody's going to think you're talking about us. No, I'm not talking about us. This is the worst <laughs> divorce announcement I've ever heard. We're talking about Lester and how Lester is incapable of... Emotions. We do know that Lester is an AI that we programmed That's for true. this show. This is true. So, let's... Do this thing. Hello, my name is Nate. Welcome to Nameless Monsters. Thank you for joining us. I am the Keeper. I go by he, him pronouns. And with us tonight, we have Heather. Hi, I'm Heather. I play Mags Oliver, the professional. We both use she, her. And Dennis. Hi, I'm Dennis. I play Brad Johnson, the mundane, and we both use he, him. And Lester. My name is Lester. I play Morris. We both use he, him. time on nameless monsters who wants to do a recap morris set a house on fire and made a swamp creature very sad and then he gave himself a traumatic brain injury by teleporting that's what happened to morris yep (laughs) do you expect lester to know anything else that happened this was three weeks ago yeah i think i did know like two weeks ago but after three weeks Nah. Can hardly be expected. <laughs> I know that Mags, I couldn't remember your name for a second. Mags and Brad <laughs> talked to a witch. Yes. Pretty sure it was a witch. And we got three questions, and I don't remember exactly how that turned out, but not great, I think. <laughs> oh my gosh, um, I remember this part. <laughs> you don't remember exactly I know how what that turned happened. Out? Are you I sure? I know what Brad? happened. Did Brad waste all three questions or just the first two? It was just the first two. It was a very funny bit that I'm still proud of. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, we we got one good question out of it, and then Brad made a deal with the witch where she got some of his hair in exchange for a third, a fourth question, and we got her crow familiar to guide us because the question was something a lot like, "How do we find our way towards what we desire in this swamp or something like that?" So that way we could find Morris and the way out if necessary. Follow your. But then Morris just appeared on top of you with a head. Yes, we were. We were looting a chest full of weapons that notably did not contain nunchucks. That was very funny, husband. Thanks. And Mag's got a bow and a- bow and arrows and a shield, maybe? I don't remember. Yeah, there were so many things. Yeah. And a-, a mace, axes, spears, an ornate saber. Yeah, Brad took the ornate saber. Um bows and arrows, helmet, shield, daggers. Yes. I think I took the helmet, too. Was it like a Trojan helmet? I don't remember. Yeah, it was like Mongolian or something. Mongolian. I remember you guys asked me to do it, and like earlier that day, I had been looking things up about North China and Mongolia for unrelated reasons. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I have that recollection. And then, yes, Morris teleported onto the ground with his face. Good recap. 
and Mags was swooping into action. Smash cut to swoop. So we will open up with a scene of carnage. <laughs> Blood, <laughs> death, everybody's dead. Ripped limb from limb. No. We see, like, Carol on the left side dunking her head into the water and picking out crawfish or something, gobbling things down extra violently. In the center of the shot, we have Mags, Morris, and Brad. Tell me how you are all composed right now in this in this moment. Paint me, paint me that sweet, sweet word. Paint Mags the, uh, is oh, holding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Max was going to do a Morris. That's what I was doing too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that Mags, Mags is holding Morris's crumpled body as he's like arms open in her lap. Or I guess Brad could be holding him and Mags can be examining his wounds. Morris has like an X drawn over each eye and his tongue is hanging out. <laughs> Like a cartoon man. Oh, I guess we know what the illustration for this episode is going to be. I would like to medic Morris. Okay. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and roll that? And um, I think that might be Ooh. it for the, your medical supplies. I restocked. We discussed this. Yeah, I know you Morris restocked. Morris is just very dead. But you've used it several times. Okay. Well, actually, go ahead and go ahead and roll. Okay. We'll, we'll... well, I rolled a 12. Okay. 10 on the dice. Plus she cures two. all my wounds with a toothpick. Yeah. I just MacGyver some bubblegum. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm imagining the bubblegum being used as a suture and then like yes. also becoming like repulsed by that idea. <laughs> <laughs> it is horrifying, but you heal too and are stabilized. Oh my God. Are you an angel? Yes. What the fuck? How do you do this, I guess, is my How question. How do I do it? Because this is... We just is... said she's rubbing bubblegum over all of his wounds. <laughs> no, I know. I need you to... I want you... You do it. I'm not questioning the result. Okay. We go by what the dice say, Do right? you remember yes. in Lord of the Rings when Strider found random leaves to cure... Well, to, like, help patch up Frodo's wound from the ring wraiths? That wasn't random. That was Athelas. Or King's Foil. King's Foil, that's yeah, a weed. It was like shit he found on the ground. Nerd <laughs> alert. Wow. Man, I thought I was pretty bad for recalling that scene, and then you knew like the exact name. Listen, we are participating in an actual play role playing cod past podcast. We're all nerds. Cod piece? Yes, we're all in a cod piece together. <laughs> Okay, so, Morris, remind me what all was wrong with oh you. Oh, my God. I Like, what were some of the injuries you had suffered? I think I got shot. Did I get shot or did I get stabbed? Something happened to my torso. You weren't shot by a fish man in a swamp. You weren't shot. Just the, the Minigar pulled out a gun from his closet. Well, <laughs> he had, like, knickknacks and a house. Something happened to my torso, though. Okay, so... We're switching the picture so that Brad is the one who's got Morris like draped across his legs and supporting his head. And Mags is going to come around and she kneels in front of him and she checks his eyes. No consciousness starts palpating his chest and torso. 
trying to find if there are injuries there. And as she does so, she hits that spot where that broken rib was. And so she she pulls up a shirt and checks for the bruising to see if it's ruptured the skin and sees that it hasn't. So she wraps it really well, puts puts a pad like a firm. She pulls the the bottom of her duffel bag, just pulls the whole thing out and folds it in half and wraps it against Morris's torso and wraps it with gauze around him. So he's got some support there. Continues scanning, checking his legs, sees all the holes that were made by the leeches, pulls up his pants leg to see what's going on there. And when she sees those huge circular bites, sucker things, she starts looking around and she sees, here we go, here's our Lord of the Rings moment. She sees a shrub alder growing amidst like this collection of cattails and other swamp plants. And she goes over and takes her multi-tool, strips off some of the bark and starts chewing on it. Gives some to Brad too. And they're just chewing up this bark and making it into a pulp. And she puts it over the wounds that are in his leg and while while they're doing all of this, while they're tending to him, Morris regains consciousness and is patched up in a rudimentary fashion, but patched up. Morris, heal to and mark off your... Uh, Unstable. I think unstable. I did also like heal myself at one point and then I just immediately got injured again also. Morris? Morris, are you okay? <gasps> Dude. Uh, what? Chuck? Where'd you guys come from? Where, oh, where do we? Where did you come you from? You just man? fell out of the sky. That doesn't sound right. Well, okay, he fell out of the ten feet above the ground. It wasn't the sky. Okay, Brad, I don't. What the? I don't need your sass. The sky is up. Morris, what happened? There was a reverse mermaid, and I think I broke into his house, and then. An, I wasn't going to set the house on fire because that's a bad idea normally, right? When you're inside the house. And then I think I did it anyways. Okay, he has a concussion. Well, Can you see how many <laughs> fingers I'm holding up? <laughs> I'm telling, I think I'm telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Max. So concussion or not, that does sound like something Morris would do. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait. Did you say reverse mermaid? So like hot- I love that you just said this after you did the thing at the fucking police station. The sheriff's Oh my god, we both got set things on fire. <laughs> it does sound like a thing Morris would do. Oh, you know? Definitely not a thing Brad well, would do. Just so you know, setting the police station on fire sounds like a thing that Dennis forgot about. So <laughs> Anyway. That was like a whole like two days ago, man. We got pots and kettles over here. So would you say reverse mermaid? Are we talking like hot lady body and fish head or like what's? No, the big scary guy. Uh, Well, it was a scary guy. I haven't seen it. It had a masculine shaped body. I don't want to presume its gender identity. With the fish head. And then it had a big, weird snakefish head with uh, sharp people teeth. Yeah, yeah, I saw it too. When it 
it grabbed me and then I ended up here when I lost you guys in the forest. You didn't see him, Brad. No, I feel like I'm, I feel a little left out if I'm being honest. Oh. No. Oh, hey, Morris, uh, are you thirsty? And I pull out the last bottle of water. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. Okay, guys. Okay. We need, we've got to get to, what did the witch tell us? To get to the center, to the master of the swamp. That's got to be this guy, right? I guess. He didn't have a very master-looking house. Kind of a hovel. He had a master hovel? No castle. Well, do you remember how to get there? No, you teleported. You don't know how to get back. Yeah. I teleported. I definitely. And then I got immediately got a concussion. There's no way I remember. Uh, I look at the, the raven familiar, the crow, and I will ask it. Do you know where to go to find the master of the swamp? I think it pecks you in the hand hard enough to draw a little blood and then flies to a branch. Oh, okay. Tough love, I guess. I get a little alcohol wipe out of my remaining supplies. <laughs> I guess, Morris, if, if you're feeling well enough, we need to go. We need to follow it so we can stop this thing and get out of here and find the girl delia and jesse yeah well like i wasn't smart enough to think about looking for traces of the two women we we're here to find in the manse in the reverse mermaid's house but like yeah we should totally find that guy I'm just kind of it's just kind of occurring to me that maybe i should have looked around a little more before i immediately went to set his house on fire yeah why did you do that well, I, there was a reverse mermaid being very threatening. Oh, he was there? Yeah, he was there. Okay, yeah. It's very scary. Yeah, I, just, I didn't like it. Fish shouldn't have teeth. Mm, mm-mm. They should just gum gum their food. Yeah. Why are they even chewing food? Indeed. They're fish. I mean, you know piranhas are a thing, right? Yeah, they shouldn't be there you know? either. Piranhas don't actually eat humans. Oh, so this is more of like a general statement on the state of fish and not like, okay, gotcha. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Brad's over here like, nah, nah, we should give all the fish human teeth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> oh, man. So Brad is going to offer Morris a ride on Carol since, oh. since Morris <gasps> is still injured. Yes. And then he's also going to offer, he's going to say, okay, so I haven't had to use this. Uh, I appreciate you loaning it to me, but I have a weapon of my own now that I have claimed for the time being, so I'm going to return to you, Raging Super Saiyan Super Warrior Goku, back to its rifle owner, and pass the Maw Katana back up to him. I really miss this Maw Katana that I have never <laughs> used, because I always go straight for my gun. Well, now's your chance. It's, it's, really, it's really important to me and and my mental well-being to have it. I thank you a lot, Brad, for returning it in in one of piece. Course. And like I put my hands together and I bow to him and then I pull my saber out and I go sword bros. S- sword sword bros. bros. I think we should like cross our swords. Yeah. <laughs> just just Morris and yeah. Brad being literal children while Mag saves the day. <laughs> I've walked 30 <laughs> feet away okay. following the crow. Is she is mom leaving? Let's go. Okay, come on. Yeah, we we should uh we should right, hurry up before we get lost and just find a lady with similar looking pants and accidentally follow them for thirty like yeah, feet yeah. or whatever. You're a you're a funny dude, Morris. I like you. Let's go. Thanks. It's the concussion. <laughs> okay, we follow Mags. <laughs>
All right. You all are led through the swamp. After some time, you see ahead of you a a rising column of smoke. Oh. (laughs) And definitely the smell of smoke in the air. And you see, you know, however however close you want to get, you see the the house in the distance. Let's say you're a hundred feet away. Do we see any movement around the house? Do we see a reverse merman crying its eyes out over all of its dead belongings? Why don't you roll read a bad situation? I can't think of the word. Shitty little furniture objects. What do you call those? Trinkets. God damn it. I got to go to a doctor for this word thing. I got an eight. Oh, you were asking Max. Okay. All right. Hold one. Any dangers we haven't noticed yet? Yes. There is a danger that you have not noticed yet. There are multiple dangers you have not noticed yet. Are you looking for what's ahead of you or what's behind you? I feel like we are head on a swivel right now. We know that we are going into a dangerous situation. We know that we are looking for people who need to be rescued. We know that there's an active fire that has been set somewhere. This is a this is the definitive bad situation. All right. You see movement in the swamp around you. First of all, there's something swimming in the water. You catch like glimpses of sleek black forms. The leeches. And you see Creeping through the marsh a distance away, you see featherless birds silently gliding through the water. I'm sure that's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm their king now. So. I don't think that's how birds work. In the cabin, you see movement inside. I don't think that you are close enough to see exactly what is going on inside the cabin. That would be... You would have to get closer for that. Sure. Is it still on fire? There is smoke coming up from it. You do not see, like, flames everywhere or anything. All right, boys. We going in guns blazing? Or... Morse whips out his gun. Absolutely. She picks the axe up that she has taken as her new weapon since her hunting rifle is temporarily broken. I don't know. Like, Dennis is Dennis is so torn. <sighs> I know. I just, I don't know. Do we want to, do we want to look for, I mean, Morris said that he wished he'd look for like hints of the people we're actually trying to find while he was here. Do we want to do that before we go kicking indoors and stuff and like scuff up the scenery? So uh, the door's already destroyed. I remember that much. And the place is actively on fire because I set a fire. Right, yeah. We don't really have to worry about like, Maintaining the sanctity of the area because I already fucked up. Yeah, no, <laughs> it has been a while. Like, it has been a while since you lit the fire. Okay. But I mean, like, we could look around outside. Like, we could look for, like, tracks or. Oh, like or, feet yeah, marks. Yeah, before we go. Yeah, because I don't think you set a fire out of, outside of the house, did you? I think it was inside. I think I was in a bedroom. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's let's look for Delia and Jesse then. I mean, we can make our way, but like, let's just you know keep an eye out as we're going. I'm not sure we should like battle cries and charging down the hill kind of thing. This isn't you know. Is there like a folksy method for 
determining if there's like a tunnel underneath you. Folksy method for finding tunnels. Well, my pappy always said, I don't know what. <laughs> Put your right finger in your left ear and then tap your noggin twice. You'll find any tunnel around these parts doing it that way. I'm going to take I'm going to take that answer as no. (laughs) You could do do magic about it. I didn't know you were asking me. I'm sorry. Well, I was just asking in general. We heard the the tip tap of your keyboard. Yeah. So one. Yeah, I didn't find anything. (laughs) I probably should have been obvious to anybody except me. Well, because like when I was in the house, I was like very concerned about getting eaten by the fish man. And like I didn't bother checking for like secret trap doors or like belongings that would belong to a woman and a little girl but not a fish creature it tried to eat you i was i mean like why else would a giant fish man with people teeth that are very sharp with vampire teeth all over be chasing you can can we just make our way towards the house and have mags like look for tracks or any kind of signs of the people we're looking for while Morris and Brad keep an eye out for immediate dangers so that way she can focus entirely on the searching the for survival clues. check. And then that way <laughs> Morris can roll help out since he gives plus two. Can I well I was gonna ask if I can um use magic to investigate a mystery, but it might make more sense if I use magic to help mags with whatever she's doing to figure out what the hell is going on i'm gonna ask the the crystal spirits for mags does that make sense i am not following but you guys just do what you want to do um because that's i mean that's really my next question is what do you guys i know you were just talking about it but what 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 exactly do you want to do in this situation I think, Brad, that was a great plan. You two watch 12 and 6, and I will look for the tracks that we saw in the woods, that we saw again, well, that I saw again when I got here, and we'll move toward the the smoking cabin while we do it. Cool. By the way, can I get a read on what Carol is doing with those other birds creeping up? Is Carol, like... Getting antsy? No. Cool. Carol's, like, trying to eat leeches. I'm gonna let Carol do their thing. I'm gonna, like, tie Carol off to a tree branch and go creeping off with the other, with her mags and Morris. I don't want to fuck you here. I wouldn't tie her up. It's a little dangerous out here. She probably needs to be able to get away at some point. Is Carol loyal enough that she'll just stay in place? I mean, she hasn't, she has so far, she's just followed Brad. Yeah, Brad, just just tell her to sit, and then I think we'll be good. Sure, I'll just go up to Carol, and I'll do like the horse whisperer thing. I'll grab it by the grab it by the head. Okay, I'll be back in a minute. You just stay here, hang out, be cool, and I'll I'll be back here in a little while. Okay, give it a little kiss on kiss on the beak. As Mags watches Brad put his face next to this hideous beast, it's so hideous. <laughs> she. Like irks a little bit and then swallows it. Oh back. god, because it's like a skinless bird, right? It has skin. It's just it's just droopy. It's a fat, it's skin. 
skinless. It's just muscle and blood. No, well, in my head, I was thinking of like a skinless chicken breast <laughs> texture. Oh, no. Mm-mm. Just a saggy, droopy skin bird with an with an evil face and and a nasty, murderous beak. It's it's also like pretty damp too, which is super gross. I think what I was envisioning <laughs> might actually be more pleasant. Yeah. Oh, anyway, off we go. What you want us to roll? All right, Mag. Sir. I want you to roll investigate a mystery. But first, I want you to roll act under pressure to investigate unnoticed. Okay, can do that. I think we got plus two to both of those things. All right, that is an eight on the dice for a ten total. Yeah, yeah. Well, shit, nobody even needs to help out. And then investigate a mystery. Fuck yeah. Uh, is a eight. If Morris could help me with that one, maybe? I will let Morris help you on that, but Morris will have to creep forward as well. Could I combine helping hand and that old black magic? Because that old black magic is when you use magic, you can ask a question from investigate a mystery move as your effect. And then helping hand is when you successfully help out another hunter, they get a plus two instead of the usual plus one. So could my way of helping out mags be using that old black magic? I think you can just use that old black magic and then we both get a question. Yeah. So the result is the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Ooh, first one's a six. And then the other one knocked both dice off the table. Second one is a five. I've got a minus one ongoing, but a plus two weird. That's 12. Woo! Yeah. Okay. Heather, tell me what question I should ask because I'm not smart. (laughs) Well, the question that I am going to ask is what is being concealed here? Hmm. I'm trying to figure out how you would notice this from outside. Could we switch? And since I'm using magic, then it would make more sense. Yes, please. Okay. I will ask, where did it go? It being... Delia and Jesse. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Okay, yes. So you kind of range around back and you see like a large tree stump that has chopped wood next to it. Mm -hmm. And you also see thrown to the side are handcuffs. God, I thought you were going to say hands. Yes, (laughs) hands. (laughs) Just No, handcuffs. The manacles that they were wearing with the... Yes, the manacles that they were wearing broken and tossed to the side. Now, I don't know that you knew that they were, that they had manacles. No, but I would assume from that, Mags would assume that Oh, 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 it's got like a a metal stamp in it that says, like, who it was made by, right? Mm -hmm. And it says Greg Smithy. In Greg we trust. <laughs> In Greg we trust. No, no, no. Greg and old metalworks. There we go. That's it. <laughs> Mags is filled with white hot fury. 
from head to toe. Because we're creeping around, and she's going around the back. I'm assuming we're still sort of looking around and keeping an eye out. Is there a window in the side of this house that I can sort of scooch up to and, and peek my head around? Let me set the scene right here. Uh, I think this is pretty good. I think you're both up against the front of the house, and you, Brad, are like at the corner, crouched down, peeking around the corner, watching mags disappear behind the house and to your left on that wall that side wall of the house there is a window that's pretty far up because this whole house is like slightly larger yeah because of how big its occupant is and we see morris next to you but morris is not paying attention to what you're doing Morris is staring down into a crystal and it is brightening up and lighting his face in a what color hue? Amber is the color of your energy. An amber hue. And Morris. Yes. In your crystal, you see a rug thing. (laughs) It's not really a rug because it's not like, well, I mean, it is a rug. It's just a really fucked up rug. It's a shag carpet from the 70s. It looks like it has mud all over it. <laughs> no, no, it's like a, it's, no, it's like a Persian rug. Oh, it's fucking fancy. Right? <laughs> yes, but it is like caked in mud and ripped and like, it's in bad shape. Real bad shape. Yesterday, I was watching a whole bunch of ASMR videos about rug cleaning. Those are the best videos on the internet. And so I feel I feel confident that I can clean this rug now. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you see that, but you see the outline of a shape in the middle of it that looks like a large square. So a trap door. Sorry, that took me a little while. It'd be like a square. Yes. <laughs> what would that be a fucking square? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Mags is in the back because I will. If if Mags goes out of line of sight, Brad is absolutely gonna go try to make sure he can see where she is. And so I kind of like the idea of like going around the corner. Morris not noticing that Brad has walked away. Brad not being able to see Mags yet. And looking up at this window, and just, he has to know. He has to see what they have seen. Is the windowsill low enough that I can reach up and get my fingertips on it? Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to reach up, I'm going to get my fingertips on it, and I'm going to do that slow, like, mountain climber pull-up so that I can just, just get my eyes above the windowsill and take a peek into the room. I love this image of Brad, like, oozing around the corner and, like... (laughs) Why don't you roll... Act under pressure. There we go. Okay, I, mean, I can act under pressure. Act under pressure to do this quietly and okay. cool, stealthily. Cool. Uh, oh, that's boxcars. Woo! Yeah. Wow. Shit. Okay, yeah, absolutely. Hot yeah. fire tonight, y'all. Oh, boxcars is and good. Okay. So, in this room, you see a torn and disgusting rug on the floor. And you see, like, shelves in here with all manner of, like, shit. Just anything you could think of. It's just junk. Scat from every kind of animal. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There's, like, broken pots. 
there's a broken clock, like partially smashed. There's things from all times in human history. Mm. There's like a smashed in helmet from like medieval England. Do I? Let's see. Greek stuff. (laughs) Brad starts to pull himself up into the house and then remembers his ill-fated trip into the cave. Hesitates. And then drops back down and makes his way around to the back of the house to find Max. Oh, shit. What? A moment of growth. Yeah. Didn't take the XP. right? Wow. Go play, baby. Brad, I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you. I get back there and I go, Max, I don't, okay, the house is a mess. I don't know what you found, but I do see a Persian rug in there that I think if we cleaned it up might actually be like, okay, workable. So um, <laughs> that's not important right now. Did you find anything? <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> Look, if we're going to be stuck in this town for a while, we got to have a side business. That's right. Rescuing antiques from this hell maze. I've been looking for new content for my Patreon. <laughs> I found I, I found some evidence that the Caldwells were here. I could I have any indication of if they left or if they were taken somewhere. You like, do not see their footprints. Okay. Did did I tell them yet that I saw a trap door underneath the gross rug? You have not said okay. anything about it. In fact, when you look up from the crystal, Brad is gone. <laughs> do I know where Mags is? I mean, she was ahead of both of you, uh, and you were not looking around the side of the house. You were you were looking down, like, at your crystal. I'm trying to decide what is going to fuck me over more if I whisper, yell, Mags, or if I just use the crystal to find Mags. Only one of those has a chance to turn your body inside out. <laughs> <laughs> That's whisper yelling, Mags. All right. Well, I mean, I, I knew that they were going near the house, right? But I bet if you listen real hard, you will hear Mags and Brad whispering at each other. Oh, yeah, you're just on. The, I'm just going to I'm just going to walk around the house. Like there's not very many places they could have gone. You you creep around the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just going to creep back around well. the house. Yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. There. OK, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. They're there. OK, so. You guys are around the side of the house, and you can definitely hear now, like, movement and clamoring around inside. Is there any, like, low muttering about how he just wanted to invite people in for a game night and they set his house on fire? (laughs) I thought we decided that was Nate gaslighting us. That is what I have decided. (laughs) It could be. But <laughs> it would be a really sad twist if that we just spent the whole time assuming Nate was gaslighting us and this really was like the single monster who's just a nice guy. I feel like Vicini in The Princess Bride where I'm trying to take deduce what I know of the man across the table which is Nate to figure out <laughs> where the poison <laughs> is. <laughs> Listen. I've been building up my resistance to iocane powder for years. <laughs> and, you, and you're pretty sure he's gaslighting us? I just need to kill the monster. But see, here's yes. the thing. Here's the thing that sucks. He doesn't have to reveal it until we make our decision, and he can just make <laughs> us wrong in that moment. I mean, the Minotaur was, was imprisoned because it was a raging beast, but it was imprisoned. What we didn't know was that the people it was killing had all committed tax fraud. Insurance fraud. Which 
is punishable, <laughs> is insurance fraud, which is punishable by death. Actually, no, he was committing the insurance fraud, and it was life insurance fraud, and the people wanted to die so they could collect on their life insurance plans. He's a hero. The end. <laughs> I will not be gaslit. Not by you, not by anyone. Not by a minotaur. <laughs> I know what I know. <laughs> Chamber shot and shotgun. <laughs> Let's kill a monster. God, you're just so ready to jump to violence. It's so unlike you. It's bizarre. I know. Mags is just... The swamp has changed her. She's had a taste of blood. Wait, yeah. She's like a cocaine bear. She's out there for murder. Again. That this was not This guy's Max. house is on fire. This was me. Was on fire. This so was Heather. Heather's, and Heather's always one. been wanting to kill. Heather's heart is filled with Heather murder. Heather is the danger. <laughs> 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 okay, so okay, so we're all together. Morris is coming around the house. Oh, I never told them about the trap door. There's a trap door in there, you guys. Yeah, I'm whispering this. It's underneath the shit rug. Looks like we gotta go in. Can we? What if we dug? Okay, so, like, everybody's got quiet, so I'm going to explain this. So, like, in video games, sometimes you can find, like, mittens that give you super digging power, right? Or the hit game Minecraft, where you punch things to dig. Brad starts punching the ground. (laughs) Yeah, that's right, Brad. Go at it. (laughs) I can use magic, right? And I'll embed the crystals, because I'm really good at doing this on accident, so obviously I'll be able to do it on purpose. I'm going to embed the crystals in my fingers, so they'll be, like, crystal claws, and then I'm just going to tunnel like a mole underground into wherever, into whatever the, the little secret trapdoor goes to. Or that, listen. What the actual fuck? I, listen, I, <laughs> I want to be supportive. I, I want to be supportive. I love it. And, you know, you're my friend and I, I want to support your hopes and dreams. But as an alternative, what if I were to distract the creature and run away so you guys could, like, just walk into the house and move the shit rug and save the people. So Brad's going to seduce the monster, right? That is not what I said. It's not what Brad, I said. You've got to deal with that monster on your own. I'll be like, I'm, I'm, I'm quick. I'm swift. I've got Carol. I'll just hop on Carol and we're gone like the wind. Did you just say you were swift? Yeah, I'm trying out some of the southern like lingo that I've been picking up. I don't know if it worked. Did you like it? Is that southern lingo? I don't know. Greg said it once, and I kind of liked it. I don't, I don't think that it is, Brad. I, I'm concerned about this plan. It's gonna be fine. Wait, so do you prefer my crystal, my crystal mole hands? No, plan? I okay. don't. I don't okay. like any of this. Well, Max, well, maybe you should make a, a new plan. Maybe you make a plan. Come yeah. on, plan lady. My plan is, is we go in and. Take care of this monster, the three of us together. We're gonna make we're gonna make a seafood boil. I'm in the mood for gumbo. Are you? <laughs> You're the boss, boss. Let's go. Lock and load. I've murdered my husband. It's, it's so God, it's so stupid and I love it. Does, I wish I could do an insight check on Mags to see if when she said it, she surprised herself. <laughs> she did. <laughs> you see it. And she written. said it and she was like, was that cool? It just came out of Plain nowhere. Plain on her face. You know what? I'm going to own it. Yeah. Seafood mm. gumbo. I meant it. <laughs> yes. Bumbles her sunglasses onto her face. <laughs> <Ow>! <laughs> 
It's not as smooth. <laughs> She'll get there. She'll get there. Keep, keep Max just seems like the type who would have a shellfish allergy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Nailed it. Gar meat is, I think, not very good. Well, that's why you put it in a gumbo. It's also not a shellfish now that I think about it. <laughs> All right. <laughs> There's just the one door to the cabin and then the window. The door's not there anymore. I'm pretty sure I destroyed it. Yeah, you de- you destroyed it. Yeah. Or like the guard destroyed it, but I like manipulated it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the door's gone, but there's definitely a window back here too. Morris remembers this that window looks out from the like kitchen area. It destroyed the door, so we we could get into the house if the door's destroyed. It's not like it's caved in well what i was thinking is that two of us go in one way and somebody else goes in another and we can kind of get the drop on him kind of pincer our approach okay if we're doing this let's do it and brad walks over to the window and like puts his back up against the wall and you guys see him go one two three let's go and he reaches up and grabs the window sill with his hands backwards and like curls his legs up and like backflips into the window. Oh my gosh. And lands and then you guys hear him say, where are you at you big fishy bitch? Let's go. Hell yeah. Hey everyone. Nate and Lester here. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. We appreciate your excellent listening skills and giving us your time and attention for the amount of time that this episode is. For the 30 minutes to two hours this episode takes up. Heather, you can edit that in post. (laughs) Yes, you're all wonderful and we appreciate you. A couple of announcements. We still have stickers. Oops, all stickers. Yep, oops, all stickers. Give us a rating or a review on whatever platform you use. But only if it's a good one. If you're going to talk shit, just don't bother. Well, if you're going to talk shit, you can either email us, you know, directly, or you can come hang out in the actual place Discord. Link down in the show notes and talk shit to our faces yeah you can just talk (laughs) shit right to our faces and we'll take it and we'll only be able to say nice things to you because it's a public forum i didn't know nate was this level of masochist (laughs) (laughs) i love it give me the hate Speaking of the Actual Place Discord, our amazing trailer this week comes from some fellow Discordians, is that? If you have a shellfish allergy, get your EpiPens ready, because this trailer's going to give you hives. (laughs) (laughs) This week we have Shrimp and Crits, a southern fried Actual Play podcast. They are totally amazing. Everybody loves them. They're great folks, and you should go check them out. Anyway, enjoy this trailer, and we'll catch you later, Gator. See ya next time. Same monster time, same monster channel. Nameless. Nameless monsters.
Hey, sorry to interrupt your favorite podcast, but I'm here to tell you about Shrimp and Crits, an actual play podcast with a southern twist. My name is Ian, and I am the keeper for this show as we play Monster of the Week by Michael Sands. If you like the sound of swampy monster mayhem, gators gone shopping, and magical fairy mischief, you will be right at home in the remote panhandle town of Gullicochica, Florida, where spooky danger has begun to wash ashore. Shrimp and Crits is the story of Sarah Payne the Mundane. All I'm asking for is answers. That's all I'm looking for is the truth. Ari Green the Searcher. You know the proclamations of the fame. I suggest you follow them from now on. And Ray Ray, the most mundane monstrous you will ever meet. Mr. Zeus, I'm a I'm a big fan. I, I knew you were I knew you were real. Um, and Ray Ray's just like bowing in front of this swan. As they fumble their way through protecting their skeptical town from mysterious evils. We release new episodes every other Monday on the podcatcher of your choice. Hope to see you soon in sunny Gullicoach. All right, so, Brad. Yo. Immediately, you see before you the quarter fish, three-quarter gigantic man creature. Oof. It's holding, like, broken stuff in its arms, and its eyes widen if if a fish's eyes could widen. Really, they're, they don't have eyelids right no uh, no i don't think so they're just like oven all the time it hisses and drops the broken utensils and pots and things like that and then starts to run at you i think speaking of immediately i think immediately brad feels bad for calling the the fish monster a bitch because brad is a supporter of all women (laughs) and he doesn't want to be that guy but he is a straight white man and we make mistakes Sorry, everybody. Sometimes it just comes out. And that moment of self-reflection is immediately interrupted by exactly how gigantic this thing is, because that was not something that was openly discussed by the other two. (laughs) (laughs) And so... (laughs) I mean, we talked about the teeth a lot. uh, You talked about the teeth a lot. You didn't talk about it being 10 feet tall. (laughs) It's massive. And the neck is very long. Yeah. Upsetting. And so... uh, it just charges at me? Yeah. Okay. Arms outstretched. Arms outstretched. As if going for a hug. Going for a hug. Ugh, stop it, you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. Does it say anything or just a hiss? No, it doesn't say anything. It just hisses. Okay. I think Brad says, oh, shit. And he's going to back up to the wall. And, like, as soon as his back hits the wall, he realizes there's nowhere to go. He's going to brace himself, and right as it gets to him, he's going to try to, like, dive low and, like, come up under its legs and let it, like, use his momentum against it to try and trip it up so it smashes into the wall behind Brad. Nice. Okay, so I think this is definitely an act under pressure. All righty, here we go. Ooh, that's a 10. Woo! What Uh, the fuck is going on tonight? Five and a four on the dice. I got a plus one. All right. I mean, it happens just as you described. Yeah. The monster, like, slams into the wall, and we go for a moment to the view, like, outside of the cabin, with his shoulders and his head outside of the house, and his hands braced against the wall, and Mags and Morris. Yep. What were you doing? Weren't we just waltzing in through the door? Oh, running. Were you running around to the other side? Yep. Okay, so that's what we see, like, as we get a shot 
of the back of this cabin is him stumbling into the window frame and then Mags and Morris on opposite sides of the house going around and about to enter. So, Brad, what happens next? Why do I want to jump on its back so bad? It's because I mentioned the Princess Bride and now I want to Pirate Roberts and, and uh, <laughs> Fezzik situation. I mean, that seems like what's there. I think I do that. I think I'm going to try, like, it's it's up on the one, it's up against the wall. I'm going to, like, run up behind it, jump off of its calf as, like, a launch point and scramble up its back and try to grab around that big fish neck and then brace my feet against the windowsill next to it and heave it backwards and try to, like, suplex this thing into the ground. Oh. Just long enough for the other two to get in. So, you took that magic move, right? It is not possible for a human of your size to body slam this thing in any way. Okay. You gotta build bulk. You gotta build mass. <laughs> it is very large. Yeah, that's fair. I am fine with that happening. We just gotta get some magic sure. in there to make it happen. All right, so we'll do that. Well, I don't remember what that move is called. I haven't looked it up in a while. It's the, um, it's No Limits. That's the one. Okay. So, sure, you know what, Let's. this seems like a good time to give that a shot, and if it works, it's awesome, and if it doesn't, then, you know, I fail, and things happen, and that's fine. <laughs> All right, so, I'm going to roll no limits. Boxcars. It better be something good. Oh, it's not something good. No! Well, it's a, it's a seven, but I have a minus one. Oh. So that's a six. Can I help out spiritually? <laughs> like, I know I'm not in the room, but can I sense that my bro is having trouble with magic and, like, appear to him like Mufasa? Hold on, hold on two seconds. Here. I've got it pulled up. It says, on a miss, something goes horribly wrong. Oh, no. I thought you were going to say you had it pulled up that, like, for the Mufasa move, you got to roll. <laughs> no. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so... Be gentle. You do have luck. I do. See, here's the thing, Nate. When you say that in these situations, I feel like you're warning me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, and no, I, no, 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 no. Yes, I, I'm just reminding is. you that you have luck. I've used two of them, though. I love to see it spent. It's just my favorite thing. Because I love seeing you guys succeed. Now you're definitely gaslighting us. <laughs> he's definitely doing some kind of gaslighting. He's either gaslighting us into wasting luck, or he's gaslighting us trying to pretend that when he tells us to use luck, it's, it's not all of the above. <laughs> it's not. I'm not gaslighting you. Mm -hmm. That's exactly what a gaslighter would say. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like there's some kind of like truth to a narrative in which Brad maybe unknowingly tries to do this for the first time and it just doesn't work, you know, like it just fails. Yeah. Like this guy who's just usually so good at everything just cannot like it just absolutely yeah, I, backfires. Do you think it just like gives Brad a glimpse of just kind of how weak he actually is as like a human? <gasps> He has an existential crisis. That human strength is 
is lacking when it comes to this chosen profession. This yeah, possibly calling that you have. Yes, I th- I like that. Do you have a consequence in mind? Because I've got one in my head. Can I give Can I give you my idea and see if you like it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I. You guys may not know this. I do like to work out. I do compete comp- like in weightlifting meets and powerlifting meets. And one of the most is this common Brad or in- Dennis? This is Dennis. Dennis does this. Okay. And one of the most common injuries you see in powerlifting is when people's are are deadlifting, and they try to curl the weight instinctually, and the Ooh. bicep detaches at the elbow because of the strain. Oh no! So I like what if. Brad starts to access this part of himself, this no limits. And like he's pulling and maybe his muscles bulge, the adrenaline flows, and he starts to make progress. And then there's a pop. Oh, yeah. And his arm just like lets go. I don't like these pictures. Why are you looking? I just. There's a pop and you reel back in pain and then you are grabbed and thrown against a wall. Yeah, you I will like that. definitely take a harm. Ignore armor mm. from that. That's yeah. See, I'm into that. I'm into it. I like <sighs> that. I'm not into it. It's not a sex thing, guys. Shut <laughs> up. And you take minus one forward on anything to do oh, with tough. No. Minus one ongoing. Oof. Sorry, minus one ongoing yeah. because the magic like worked so hard on your muscles and it destroyed one. I mean, it's it's bad. I'm into it. Consequences. And then as you're slammed against the wall, you see in the last glimpse before you like fall face down onto the floor, you see Morris and Mags, I would say bust in through the front door, but the front door is already busted. So casually stroll in through the front door. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, No, Mags, when she saw that thing stick its head through the wall, she started this keening wail going around the house as she runs with this massive axe and her shield and all of her stuff through the door and comes charging in like a middle-aged barbarian. Yeah, Max would like to rage. <laughs> <laughs> This seems like a good time to remind you guys that I have the always the victim move. If one of you protects me in combat, you mark experience. I keep forgetting that protecting someone is um, tough because I do have one tough that I could be making use of. So Mags has come in screaming and ready to fight this thing. Yeah, you see it is turned towards Brad and who is now face down on the floor and groaning in pain and it is lumbering forward towards towards him i continue running screaming i've got the axe raised in my hands and i just swing okay. down all kicks some ass hell yeah here we go it begins well i get to mark experience oh no yay I think it was probably the screaming. So it heard you, and as you got up to it, it it didn't turn at first. The first thing you saw was its head, like, raise up and turn sideways and tilt downward to look at you. And then faster than you feel like something of this size should be able to do, 
the rest of its body like follows and it its head stays still is the crazy thing. It's like a it's like an owl or a, a uh, bird of a falcon rather. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it uh upsetting. It, it uh it turns and pushes you and suddenly you are somewhere in a swamp. <gasps> oh no. And you land with a splash in the water. Oh no. Oh no. Wait. We were not prepared. Does that mean it's just me and Brad and the big fish guy? Just the boys. Oh god. What you guys see is Mags gets pushed and falls onto the ground and then just disappears. Brad's arm looks not good. So I'm going to go place myself in between him and the merman, fish man. Oh, God. I don't know what to do without Max here. What do you do? Oh, God. Oh, God. Follow your heart, Morris. My heart is saying, try to seduce the monster. <laughs> oh, my God. What is wrong with your heart? Listen, Tony, I was just working on the episode where we talked about how little game Morris has. Yeah. As a fan of our characters. Well, uh, have, how little game I have with humans. Hey, we haven't monster. Tested, we haven't tested his game against a monster. That's the problem. We just haven't found Morris's type yet. That's it. Maybe his type is weird fishmen. We don't know. I don't know. You should know. Nah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Where's the trap door? God, Brad, are you going to die if I abandon you to just go straight for the trapdoor? Uh, I don't know. Or is that going to divert the alligator gar's attention from you to me so you'll be okay? I don't know. Listen, you do what you're going to do. I don't think we can fight this thing because I think I just it's too tough and we're too wounded. That was the whole plan. <laughs> That's why we're in here. Max is gone, okay? That was before Max left. <laughs> You're the only person in the group with a gun. No, it's fine. I don't Max care Max has what you like do. seven guns. <laughs> I have two guns. That's one more gun than I have. Do you want me to shoot it? I just feel like that's going to make it mad. No, I, I, no, no, no. I want you to do whatever you, whatever Morris thinks he should do. I want you to do that. Oh, I'm bad at making decisions. You are great at making decisions. You make them all the time. I'm good at making decisions when it's only Morris that's going to be affected. I'm bad at making decisions when I, I might accidentally kill Just Brad. Just do whatever Morris would do. You know, it's that, it, you know, that's super easy, right? Morris is going to shoot the guy. <laughs> yep. Morris whips out his gun. Yeah, Morris whips out his gun. No thoughts. Only gun. <laughs> First one's a come four. On, come on, come on. Shit, shit. Uh, shit, shit, shit. Shit, I rolled a five. Oof. Three fails in a row. Hey, I leveled up. Great! Hey! Yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, well, I'll do a different move on you, then. Let's see I here. leveled up. I'm going to take Mystic. Every time you successfully use magic, take one forward. Great. Nice. I, I need that. I have listed here as his move. I just want everybody to know the name. It's Mino Punch. Oh, no. Spelled just like that. Uh. <laughs> and it's not a punch. He, like... <laughs> <laughs> rears back his giant stomach and slams you with it. Wow. Launching himself forward like the K rule move in Smash. Has anybody seen Wow. That? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I have plus one tough, so technically I rolled a six. 
because that out that would cancel out the minus one ongoing. Can I roll to protect someone? You don't roll to protect me when you're already fucked up. Ooh. You telling me Brad's not going to try to dive and push you out of the way? Absolutely, dude. I mean, if you just want to kill Morris, that's fine. <laughs> You're a fan of our characters or whatever. <laughs> if you kill Morris, my next character idea is the Greg that uh, Max killed brought back to life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that's a nine on the dice. I have minus one on going to tough, but I have plus two total, so that's still a ten. Nice. Fuck yeah. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah, so read me what happens on a 10 plus with protect someone. On a 10 plus with protect someone, choose an extra effect. I suffer little harm. All impending danger is now focused on me. You inflict harm on the enemy or you hold the enemy back. Okay, I can't hold the enemy back. We've already established that. It didn't work. I don't see how I inflict harm on the enemy. I think what happens is Brad is going to jump up and push Morris out of the way. And I'm going to choose all impending danger is now focused on me. Because I've got two armor. Yeah, so we'll see how that plays out. Holy shit. Okay. So you're definitely going to suffer the harm. It is three harm. Oh, Jesus. It is not ignore armor. Okay, so one gets through. Yeah, why don't you Why don't you tell me? You just push him out of the way, and then... Yeah, I'm going to give you the narrative reins. Yeah. Brad is pushing himself up off the ground, off of his face, and he looks up and sees this thing winding up to belly punch Morris to smash him with his big rotund tummy. And I just sort of lunge forward, push Morris out of the way. I catch the blow, and it launches me back. I slam into a different wall this time, <laughs> land, take one of the harm, and I tell Morris to get to the door and start to sit up, square up with this thing. And now it's tension is on me. Heather. Yes. You are free to try to escape this how you choose. However, I will say there is a custom move for this that I have created. Okay. It's called get found because the move that I used against you was called get lost. (laughs) 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 Okay. Okay. So you can roll a you can roll two d six, and add the statistic that you think works for how you want to escape. I'm gonna give you some some more information about this place in just one second as well. Okay. On a ten plus, you find your way through the labyrinth and rejoin your companions. Take plus one forward, you beautiful shite. <laughs> Seven and nine, you escape the labyrinth. But have a tough time, choose one of the following your choice. You tangle with some swamp creatures. Stay lost. You suffer the effects of swamp smoke. Take minus one forward because you're stoned. Mm. It has multiple O's. Uh, It's not really stoned. I'm I'm really just joking. And then the last one is called, I called it swamp touched. You've been touched (laughs) by the swamp in your mind brain. Choose a tag for your character. (laughs) And on a miss, you suffer two bad things, but it's my choice. Oh. Ooh. Okay. Oh, I should. Sorry. There's one more thing. Swamp Touch comes with plus one XP. Ooh, cool. So, so what do I see around me? Does this look familiar in any way? Do I hear anything? Do I see? Okay. So this place feels different from the swamp that you were just in. Okay. When you move, it's not like it's difficult to move, but everything moves kind of slowly. It's not just you, it's everything. It's like 
is moving just a little bit slower than you feel like it should. Okay. And it feels small here. There's this feeling of closeness that you can't shake, even though you're in like an open, uh, well, as open as it can be, with giant trees towering everywhere and... No, I know I know this feeling exactly. Swamps. I'm going to start looking around, seeing if there, if maybe I'm on the other end of a trap door that, you know, that just poofed me somewhere. If there's a rune somewhere that I can touch. If there's something glowing. Brad kept talking about video game stuff. So maybe there's something I didn't suppose. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why don't you go ahead and roll get found? And add okay. your so sharp. I think. Oh my gosh! Oh no! That's a six. Oh my god! Oh no! Mark experience. So you suffer two bad things. My choice. Mm. Yep. Tell me what they are. So the first one I think is you tangles with some swamp creatures. Oh no! I think there are some leeches, and you have to kind of fight them off to look. And you take one harm, ignore armor. Okay. And it is infectious. Ugh. So give yourself the tag infected. Okay. Uh, and then the second is... I don't want to give you swamp touch because you're already part frog person. I forgot I was a frog person. I forgot about that. We did not address that at all. I also forgot. <laughs> you're a frog person now? I have webbed hands and feet. Oh, that's just perfect, though. Okay, so it's going to be swamp touched. Okay. You can choose the tag that you want for your character. I think... <laughs> Feeling froggy? I think it would be funny if you just, like, further devolved into a frog and your... I think so. Your thoughts began airing towards, you know, eating flies. Got a little Renfield situation here. So actually, you you get two XP from your failure. Oh, two? Because I put I gave XP to Swamp Touched because it was a very serious oh, yeah. thing to happen. Well, that gives me a level. Ooh! Take the expert move. Um, get back to your friends right now. <laughs> uh, but you notice I did not. I did not select stay lost so you do get out yes um you just suffer for it so what you see is ahead of you a funny enough it's exactly how you imagined it yeah there is a like glowing rune on some kind of gnarled knotted tree and you i reach out my hand to see my elongated fingers stretch even more and my finger pads flatten out in front of my eyes and stick a little bit to the rune as I touch it. It lights up and like a doorknob forms on the tree and you see the outline of a door and you open it and you step through and you're out front of the cabin. What you see when you step back out is Morris. Morris is sprinting to the trap door so that he can... Uh, shuffle his way down it, and then cast magic with the crystals to bar the space behind the trapdoor from the creature so that it can't come in, but, like, Mags and Brad could. Brilliant. Yeah, go for it. Why don't you roll use magic? Mags, you see Morris sprint off to the right. Okay, 
And Brad, you see it too, I guess. <laughs> Didn't mean to leave you out. My eyes are closed for no reason. You blink in that one moment. <laughs> I got a 10, but because I have the minus one forward, it's a nine. I get a glitch. What's your glitch? I take one harm. Ooh. All right. He's just going to cough up a little blood. How does it happen? I, I think I cast the magic... And then I cough up a loogie, and the loogie is blood, and then like a quarter-sized piece of lapis lazuli. There we go. I'm gonna put that in my pocket. Sell it to Greg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna like pull out my crystals to meditate, obviously, and then like I'm assuming I just jump down, and so like while I jump down, I am also simultaneously chanting whatever nonsense Morris likes to chant when he does magic. I assume it's all fake Latin that he's just making up on the fly. And then I'm going to throw the crystals that I'm holding just at general area of the trapdoor. And then there's going to be like a little shimmer. And there's going to be like blue and red little force field looking thing. Cool, 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 cool. All right. So you rush in, you rip off this disgusting rug. Now that you look at it, you're not sure that it can be mm-hmm. safe. But I don't know. I've seen some videos. And you rip open the door and you drop down and throw up a magical force field. And as you jump down, you realize that this is not a cellar. And then we switch to Brad. Oh, no. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Where am I? (laughs) We'll get to it in just a second. It's a Sarlacc pit. I'm so glad that you narrated narrated it that way. That's very great. Brad, Mm -hmm. it is once again stalking towards you. And this time it speaks. (laughs) It hisses in a low, guttural voice. This is my house. You will make a delicious seventh. And he goes to grab you. Okay. I've got my my quest weapon. I've got my quest reward weapon from the treasure chest. (laughs) So as it reaches out of hand, I'm going to draw the saber and like cut at its arm as it's reaching for me i'm gonna say you know i was on the fence with you about whether this was like a real threatening situation but you know you kind of put it all in context for me so on guard i guess and i slice his arm (laughs) roll to kick some ass dude that is a nine oh so close yeah. If only your arm weren't Yeah, fucked it would up. have been a 10, but... <laughs> Can Mags help out now that I'm back in the room? Yeah, absolutely. Ooh. <laughs> I'm going to run up to the monster and push it in any direction. I don't care. I'm just going to become a human wrecking ball as much as possible and just throw it off balance. Yeah, why don't you roll help out? There we go. That's a 12. Ooh, help him real good. Okay. By the way, what was your level up? There are several things that I was thinking of, but then this frog thing made me wonder if I should go a different direction. Uh, she changes to monstrous and becomes a were frog. I mean, yeah. Uh, I'm going to take never again from the wronged playbook. What does it do? In combat, you may choose to protect someone without rolling, as if you had rolled a 10+, plus, but you may not choose to suffer little harm. Wow. Ooh. Okay. That's a good move. Yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, so I rolled a 12 to help out. Okay. That makes me give me a 10, right? Yep. You get an extra effect. Let's see. Okay. I think the extra effect is that I force them where I want them. 
And where I want them is not in between us and the trapdoor hole. Okay. Because I saw Morris do that magic. I see the shimmery barrier. I'm thinking we get down in that hole. Sounds good to me. You on board? All right. So that's what I'm going to do. It reaches for me, and I do like a little flourish where I, like, she sits it off balance. I cut at its arm and then, like, duck under it out of the way. And it sort of stumbles off to the side, and I'm able to get around it and make eye contact with Mags and say, oh, Morse is in the hole, let's go! And make my way into the trapdoor. Hell yes. So your sword, sorry, I was trying to figure out how much harm it, harm it deals. This is definitely going to be two, but it is also magic, so... Ooh! Ooh! I knew it was a special sword, I knew it. You knew it. Alright, so two harm magic. You slice into his blubbery flesh and blood pours forth from the wound on his chest and he stumbles backwards as you drive yourself forward with the blade ahead. Ooh, nice. Pushing deeper into the wound and you push him away from the door. Nice. Now, if you want to disengage from him and get to the trapdoor, then you'll need to act under pressure. Oh, yeah, I do want to do that. That is something I want to do. But first, Morris. Yes. You are in stone corridors with arched ceilings, carved stone pillars at regular intervals that connect to the arches that create the ceiling. So I'm like in a video game dungeon. Does that visual... Description makes sense. Like gothic arches, like continuous gothic arches. Buttresses. Buttresses, Buttresses, yeah. thank okay, you. Okay, I yes. also thought buttresses, and then I was like, am I remembering correctly what a buttress is? Yes, there are buttresses. <laughs> Butts. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it goes on, as far as you can see, in multiple directions. There are like hallways that lead off and such. But you fell through the hole in the floor right the trap door in the floor but you like fell out of a door that's set into the wall here so i fell down but came out horizontal correct okay which is a very weird feeling when gravity suddenly takes hold in a different direction yeah if i look through that door i came through can i see what would have been on the other side of the trap door yes you absolutely can okay so I still think the better idea is for us to ditch and go into the trapdoor. Because the monster can't follow us, and it'll at least give us time to regroup. That's good, because that's where I'm going. Yep. Mags is right behind you. All right, so then I'm just going to, like, I'm going to pop my head through the trapdoor and be like, Max, Brett, this way, and then I'm going to pop back down. So I'm going to do what Morris says. I'm going to let Mags go first. Like, I'm, if I'm pushing the creature out of the way, I'm going to let her get past the doorframe before I disengage. Make it so. Mags, what are you doing? I'm going down the trapdoor. I'm not going to make you roll for that. I don't think there's an act under pressure. Specifically because... Brad's holding him off. Well done, Brad. Yay! So, yeah, Mags rushes past you, and do you just jump into the trapdoor? Yeah. Yeah, you rocket out sideways from a door set into a wall and you land on your butt it hurts better than my face all right i disengage you said act under pressure to do that successfully oh yeah you're gonna have to roll me something there bucko okay 
All right. That is a seven. Seven. No, eight. An eight. It doesn't matter, but a eight. mixed success. All right. It is a price to pay, worse outcome, or a hard choice. You can make it, but it's going to cost you. Uh, when you dive through the hole, you will dislodge one of Morris's crystals. Or you can stay and fight another round, basically. Uh, I know there's no rounds or anything like that, but you can continue. Ooh. I'm not going to completely negate Morris's move, but I'm going to weaken it. Right, right, right. It will be only a matter of time before he gets through. Of short duration. Correct. Here's the thing. I know about that choice. I don't think Brad knows that that's a choice. Mm. You know what I mean? For sure. You're offering Dennis a hard choice, but I don't think Brad realizes that's an issue. So I think Brad just wants to get out of there. So he's going to disengage. He's going to pull the sword out, and he's going to sprint to the hole. And instead of diving in, he's going to do that cool, supposed to be cool, like a parkour move where like you slide right at the end. So you just like fall into the hole, and you like kill some momentum so you don't hurt yourself. Nice. You control your descent. But because of the change of gravity, of course, he then does fall directly onto his face, just belly flops onto the floor. <laughs> Savage. And I think that slide move is what dislodges the crystal. Yeah, and the audience sees one of those crystals get, like, tugged off. It's like rubbing at a rune in a salt circle. Yep. And as you come through, like, the barrier, like, frizzes out a little bit and then comes back into place. You guys don't notice because you just hear me going, ow. <laughs> and, like, I sit up. You okay, Brad? Yeah, it's just, ah, oh, oh, is my arm, that doesn't, does that look normal to you guys? Oh. Is this supposed to? Oh, no. Yeah, no, that was sort of a dumb question. I can tell that's not normal. Oh. As you are sitting there and talking, you see in the doorway the giant Minogar hissing and getting down on his hands and knees to begin pounding at this doorway. And in fact, one fist does come down and oh no, it smashes into the barrier and a single small crack forms in the light and he's raising his fist for another one. What do you guys do? Um, I mean, bullets can pass through even if he can't. So I'm just going to shoot him. Go for it. Roll kick some ass. 11. Wow. Nice. Okay. Choose your extra effect. Okay. I'm going to give Brad plus one forward. Nice. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So how much harm is that? That would be three harm. So the bullet slams into the creature, but it falls back through the trapdoor and lands on the floor in front of you. The bullet is smashed. There's no wound. It just smashes against his thick skin. That is just not fair. Mm -mm. And he goes in for a second punch. I stick my sword out through the barrier as it punches, so it punches the end of the sword. <laughs> <laughs> Roll kicks of ass. <laughs> oh, no. That's a four. Oh, jeez. It stabs right into the monster's fist. It will deal two harm. Uh-huh. But then comes away from your grasp as he pulls it through the doorway and then flings it off to the side in the room. Oh, jeez. Oh, my, my quest sword! <laughs> yeah, that's all I'm gonna do for a hard move, because he can't hurt you right now. Okay, that's five for me. I level up. Okay! Oh, yeah. And I think I know what I'm gonna take. 
specifically because I'm tired of being out of weapons. <laughs> <laughs> Do it, do it, do it, do it. Brad actually says, that was my quest sword. Okay, you know what? This is really starting to piss me off. And as it tries to punch again, I'm going to punch at its fist. And when it makes contact, I'm going to smite it. Okay, hell yeah, dude. I'm so excited. Sweet. Why don't you roll, kick some ass again? Let's do it. Okay, that's an 11. There we yeah. go. All right, the all dice right. New. The most anime moment possible. Just full Dragon Ball Z fist on fist contact. Mm -hmm. There's that like that slow motion, you know, where you like <laughs> slows down, and then they touch, and there's like a blast of heat and light. Mm, I love it. That surprises even Brad, of course. <laughs> I think for the extra effect. Gosh, I would love to drive it away in a route. No, that's an advanced move. Never mind, just kidding. How much harm is it for Smite? Smite is two. Oh, and it always counts as their weakness. Always counts as a weakness. Hell yeah. Yeah. That is sick. I think I'm going to choose Inflict Terrible Harm. I'm, I, do I take any harm in exchange? No, but what happens is the barrier takes harm. And as your punch and his meet in the middle, right on the barrier, <laughs> and there's a huge explosion of light, and the red and blue light inexplicably shatters, and the crystals are sent flying away as little bits of shrapnel that just bounce off of your impervious skin. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a crater where you punched in this dude's hand and he rears back and lets out a mighty hiss. I think that in that moment, like I look at Monster, I look at my smoldering fist and then I look sort of back over my shoulder at Mags and Morris and I kind of smile a little bit and I say... Oh, what do I say? I was trying to give a cool line. I just kept talking, hoping something would come to me, and I couldn't <laughs> yeah, think of anything. I do it all the time, Dang dude. It. I get it. I'm there with you. Oh, my goodness. I turn back and look at Mags and Morris, and I open my mouth. You look at me expectantly, and then my smile kind of falters, and I go, man, I really thought something would come to me in the moment. <laughs> perfect perfect absolutely perfect i love it apparently brad really is just just an exaggerated man <laughs> so what happens is the beast jumps down through the doorway you kind of see this coming and step aside and it begins like running wait it's running away from us yeah yeah it's come through but it is running it's running down the hall it like pushes, it pushes Brad aside and starts to lumber forward. Okay. So while the thing starts running, I want us to follow it, but I also want to hurt it, you know. Right, of course. A, a dilemma. And so I'm gonna chuck a crystal at it with the intention of like the crystal will embed itself in its skin and slowly start expanding in size so that it doesn't take harm until we're done following it. Sick. <laughs> yes. But it is like just gradually getting grosser and like hurt to your. Like it thinks it has like, it thinks it's got like a sore shoulder, but the sore shoulder just gets worse and worse as it goes on. I got a one, a four. I have a plus two 
and then a minus one, and then I'm not sure if I have a plus one forward still or if that's a one and done deal. It, forward is a one and done. If it says ongoing, then it's ongoing. Okay, so I have one plus five, two is seven, minus one is six. So I fuck oh, it up. Oh no! Oh no, Morris. Magic goes terribly wrong. I feel like this is a time where it just is, it misses. Because I am trying to throw it at a running yeah, creature. Yeah, I think it misses and hit. it definitely hits a wall. And then faster than you at all expected, crystals explode from it. And they're huge. And they like block off the way in front of you. And the Minogar gets away. Oh, shit. Oh, that's not ideal. Ugh. Hey, everyone. This is Nate. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Nameless Monsters. You can follow us on Twitter at namelessmon underscore pod and reach us by email at namelessmonsterspodcast at gmail.com. Monster of the Week was created by Michael Sands and published by Evil Hat Productions. If you like the show, please rate and review us on a podcasting platform of your choice and let your friends know you loved the show. We really appreciate the help. Be safe out there and happy hunting. We hope you enjoyed the music on today's episode. Most of our selections, including our show's theme song, Somewhere in the Dark, are used by permission of the composer, Holizna Radio, who can be supported on Patreon. You also heard Space Fighter Loop by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com. Full listings and links can be found in our show notes and at namelessmonsters.podbean.com. Every single one of Morris's passwords for everything is just crystals with a Z. God, yes. <laughs> I am going to punish him so hard with that. No, because they they make you do um, numbers in a special letter. So it's going to be like capital C, R, Y, 5 for the S, <laughs> Ooh, good a one. T, and then an at sign for the A, L, Z. Nice. I'm going to type it in the chat so I remember this. <laughs> Please kill me now.